Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined, as always, by Jeff Torrey. And we're back for a little NFL draft review first round. Um, we're at pick 23 right now in the first round. So we got we just had a wide receiver run. So we finally have some offensive players to talk about for fantasy football. But we'll run through all the picks here, give our thoughts. As Lions fans, um, there's some Lions fans are disappointed about tonight. I'm not. I love it. I love Brad Holmes, but there's been some good picks and we got some fantasy relevant picks for the Lions again. So that's awesome. At least one. So let's run through them here, Jeff. I'm going to start us off at number one, which was no surprise, Bryce Young, Carolina Panthers. Um, This was pretty much known for a while. This was going to be the pick. I I mean, I think Bryce Young is good. I don't know. He's not some like, he's not the most amazing prospect we've seen at quarterback. But if you just look at fantasy potential, Panthers, how do you feel about that? No DJ Moore even? No, I mean, strictly talking fantasy, the QB is way too deep and he doesn't have enough weapons around him. It's the correct pick for Carolina, Yeah, but he's going to need a couple of years. And you also, when you traded away to get him, you traded away DJ Moore. So uh, I just don't see um, it, it adding up this year. I I think that he is a good prospect. I, I just, yeah. for fantasy, he's not going to amount to anything. Yeah, I just year. don't see, I mean, what does this team even have? Like what, what, <laughs> I got to look at the Carolina depth chart right now. <laughs> I'm like drawing a blank. I know they signed Miles Sanders, right? So they have a they have a they have a running back who's, you know, we've talked about is decent. Okay, yeah, they got Adam Thielen, which you're getting old Adam Thielen. Yeah. You got <laughs> Terrace Marshall who is yet to do anything, and you have DJ Chark. Yeah. Yeah, and they signed Hayden Hurst, which is just. Eh, whatever. There's not much there. No, I mean you're scraping it together. He's a he's gonna be a rookie quarterback. I, I just don't expect a whole lot out of him. No. I, I you know not much there. So fantasy wise, not gonna be much. Oh, and, and I I will say this out loud. I mean, if we just say it like any quarterback drafted this year is not going to be fantasy relevant. No. Period. They're just not. Vikings just gonna draft a wide receiver here. This is gonna be four in a row. So we'll have to we'll get to those in a little bit, but I'm seeing who they're, they're this guy noted. Yeah, Jordan Addison. Oh, um, there we go. He finally went won. to the Vikings, so he gets a pair with Jefferson. We'll get to that one. But yeah. all right, number two, um, Houston Texans. There was a lot of talk the last couple of days. It didn't seem like they were going CJ Stroud, but they went CJ Stroud. They went back to what everyone thought a week ago before everything changed. Stroud goes there again, though, not in a situation that um, any of us like for fantasy at all. There's, um, they sign Robert Woods. So again, we got both of these both these teams are players are going to a team that signed an older wide receiver. And then they have Nico Collins and Noah Brown. Maybe John Meachie from last year. He didn't get yeah. to play, so we'll see what he is. Um and at tight end they did sign Dalton Schultz. So they seem to be in very, very similar situations. Yeah. And just not great for fantasy. Don't love it. But we'll see. And Stroud, I don't know. I don't know if I'm in love with that with 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 him, but we'll see. Yeah, I think he might have a harder time uh, adjusting to the NFL, but it doesn't mean that he can't be good. I, I you know, <laughs> once again, any QB, it wouldn't have mattered. It, it just straight up wouldn't have mattered. I just don't think any of these QBs are going into position where they can be successful and or are NFL ready immediately right off the bat. No, they're just in my mind they're not, and it's going to be a while. So no, don't worry about even for dynasty if you're looking dynasty these guys are not guys you're getting in the first round of your dynasty drafts there's no i have no need for them in my first round They're, they don't jump to that so they're just not there number three will anderson 
Went to the Texans as well. Texans traded back up with the Cardinals. They got Will Anderson. Good pick. I like it. And then the Colts get Anthony Richardson. So they needed a quarterback. They finally drafted a quarterback. And it's Anthony Richardson, who all of us are intrigued by, but no one knows what to expect. Yeah, I think this one is the most intriguing one right away. I think that he, <laughs> I mean, the only reason he's intriguing is because everyone was going to talk about uh, the coaching staff, what Philly was able to do with Hurts, you know, all of those things. And and can he run the ball and, and make up, you know, fantasy points that way with, you know, them having the type of team they do where they're, they're run heavy. But it, he... He's going to be so inconsistent that you're not going to know what mm-hmm. to do with the guy. So, I mean, once again, no, but he is the most interesting but prospect. He, he's the one who I would be in, in Dynasty. He's interesting. Does he yes. go ahead uh, of the, the, does, yes. does he go ahead of those guys? No. <laughs> I mean, no. somebody might. There's going to be people that do it. Yeah, there might. I think. I don't know. I think I would. Uh, I mean, you do. It's more bang for your buck. I mean, yeah. if you think about it that way. I don't. I wouldn't have the balls to pull that one. I wouldn't yeah. have it. I would definitely wouldn't go above Bryce Young. Well, but I don't think he starts this year. It's probably Minshew. Minshew. They signed Minshew. I. I don't know if Richardson. I don't think he's like, he doesn't feel like the guy you just throw out there yet. He's either going to be <laughs> lightning in a bottle, and he's a, he's kind of amazing, and you just deal with interceptions and whatnot because he can run that much, or they do try to bring him along slowly, and he might never grasp the NFL game. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. he was, I mean, there was talk of him getting benched at Florida. Mm-hmm. He is an insane athlete, but, you know, at QB, you still have to be able to throw the ball and, and read defenses, do all that. And uh, I, I, he's capable, but the question is how quickly well, can he come along? So the interesting thing is the new the new coach for the Colts, um, well, shoot, can't remember this guy's, can't remember his name or not. Came, came from um, Eagles, right? Yeah. Um, so obviously... He had Jalen Hurts, and he wants he wants that type of quarterback. I think the guy who has all the athletic traits that you can try to do something with. And that seemed to be what um, saw Schefter said something about that, and that seemed to be what the reason was. It makes sense if he can use him. You know, he had Hurts and saw what he could do with that. And he, got, I mean, to be fair, Hurts hit the ground running, so it wasn't and hit, no pun intended. So I think that. Once again, it's very, very interesting, but I don't, I don't know if I would throw my weight behind it. But he is the one that interests me the most it's out of the ones. Such a wild card. If, yeah, if he gets to play right away, his yep. running ability will all of a sudden put him in mm-hmm. in in an opportunity where he could be a streamer. And then uh, after that, Seahawks took Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback. Arizona goes gets offensive line Paris Johnson, so give Kyler Murray maybe some protection a little bit. We'll see um, how that goes. Tyree Wilson goes to the Raiders, and then Atlanta picks Bajan Robinson. So some people say the best running back in the draft, and he goes to Atlanta. They I mean they were able to turn Tyler Algier into a thousand yard rusher last year, right? Yeah. But but I mean, they have some t- Desmond Ritter's gonna be the quarterback. What is he, though? We don't have any clue what Desmond Ritter is. And they have Drake London out there, receiver. They have Cordero Patterson yet, too, who obviously um, can be used in different situations now. Like, you know, back to more of uh, what he's probably best suited for, just all over the place and not a guy who's going to get a bunch of carries. Yeah. But Robinson, he's probably going to be pretty good, but this is where people are going to jump in. I already saw in the early early breaks before he had a, a team, he was in the top 10 in fantasy drafts for running backs. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I... 
He, I think he will. I think he's going to be used a ton. And I think he is, if you want to call him like the best overall back or the best traditional back, I would 100% probably agree. There was one guy that we're going to talk about that I was really hyped on, but I think they're going to give him the ball a lot. And like you said, I, I have a hard time disagreeing with him. If you can make Algier a thousand yard runner. Very, and, very average running back. Yeah. And, and I like, and I, I didn't mind him. Like when they yeah. chose him last year, yeah. we we're kind of like, actually, he could be very useful for fantasy. And I think Robinson is a huge upgrade and they, they, they're going to use him immediately. So yeah, I think he is going to be a high and running back because once, and also on the same thing, he has young legs where I think we're getting to the point where a lot of these uh, running backs are getting older and at that, mm-hmm. at that scary drop off point, right? Like you, you hit a certain age and you fall off a cliff. Some of it's true. Some of it's just, you know, hocus pocus, but that I can understand why we start getting into that, that idea. But yeah, Bijan is a very good player. He's going to get a ton of play and the, <clears throat> doesn't matter if they can't pass. I guess that's the big question. They ran the ball the most in the NFL last year. Believe, yep, yep, they did. They ran the ball more times than anybody. So they they, they love running the ball. Um, Algier ran 210 times for 1,035 yards, 4.9 yards per carry. Patterson had 695 yards, 4.8 yards per carry. Even Caleb Huntley yeah. ran for 366 and 4.8 yards per carry. <clears throat> Everyone's running. The, like, yeah, well, the team ran for 4.9 yards per carry. And if they if they continue that, then it won't really matter. That the other question I had was: there's so many people that can run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to kind of limit him where he doesn't get the the big? He might not bulk be the numbers. yeah. He might not be that workhorse that yeah. He would, but they don't need to be. But it definitely could be a good um. He could be pretty good. Yeah, actually. I mean, uh, and honestly, in that situation, when you're talking about who is going to be in the top ten. You know, I, I can I get the idea of it. I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put him as like you know. He's still outside probably the top two tiers or whatever. But he he's in a group of players that are right around that that area. So I don't I don't mind that. So after Robinson, who's obviously going to be the biggest rookie in fantasy, Jalen Carter goes to the Eagles finally. Um, as a Lions fan, I kind of wanted him at six before they traded out, but I'll trust in Brad Holmes. But I think the Eagles got a pretty good player. Yeah, it's it's a great place for him to go. Eagles are just, I mean, he actually can play on that team. They don't need him. If he is a distraction, if he doesn't work hard, you know, of Mm -hmm. all those worries why a lot of teams can't put a top 10 pick into someone because they they have to hit on him. That is one team where they don't need him to do anything. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And Mm -hmm. they actually got a player that can start right away. So yeah, great pick for them. Then um, the Bears take an offensive lineman, Darnell Wright, uh, to try to, you know, help Fields there. Titans take an offensive lineman, Skaronski. And then the Detroit Lions come on the clock after they trade it down, and they draft Jameer Gibbs running back from Alabama, Jeff. We happen to literally be watching highlights seconds before of Gibbs. I have no, not, not, with it, no idea in the world that, the Lions might actually pick him. Maybe if anything, eighteen. They maybe maybe yeah. they. No, I didn't think so at all. Yeah. He was he was the one guy after watching a bunch of film that I immediately and Bijan was. I mean, his tape is really really good, but I I kind of felt because he was so hyped up. I was kind of like, is he really, you know, is he really going to be the next Saquon? I don't think so. I think he's a really good player. And then I watched Gibbs, and I was kind of like, 
he is not the uh, a pure running back. He didn't get all the touches like other guys did. But immediately I was like, I feel like he's Camaro. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched that tape and I was, and yeah, it, you know, it runs that way and he didn't get as many touches and it, he makes it look so easy. But the fact that he is going to be that dual purpose running back and you're not going to pound him into the ground, you're going to get him in space and you're going to try to, uh, he's going to be, I think he, honestly, I, I really do think you're going to use him exactly like you use Camara. And Detroit, knowing that Swift is probably going to be gone after one more year, you have Montgomery who can, uh, you know, play that role of just running up the gut, hard-headed run, great. Um, that'll be the only question. Mm-hmm. Does he get goal line carries or do they use Montgomery? And they like to use Montgomery. They probably do. So that will that will probably take away mm-hmm. from him. But with the other aspect that I really love for him, because I don't think anyone's going to see it this way either. I think that immediately he's going to get there and going to be probably the most talented running back they have. And Swift is hurt a lot. He does have a lot of talent when he's healthy. But they can spread him out. They can use him in the pass game a lot more. And if Swift is still injured or whatever, he's pretty much going to take all of it because Montgomery is not that guy. Um, And they're desperately in need of wide receivers at the moment with Williamson getting Mm -hmm. suspended. Uh, Chark is obviously gone, so you have... Amon Ra, and then you have Reynolds, maybe. Reynolds. Hutchins, or um, Marvin Jones. Hawkinson got traded last year. <laughs> Marvin Jones came back. So I think that... Khalif Raymond. Yeah, so he can he could do a lot of damage in the passing game, and I really, really dig that. I I think I'm very, very high on his talent. So I, I, I love it. I didn't have any idea this was going to be, but I just it's going to be fun. Yeah, I, no matter where he went, yeah, he was the one where I was like, he is going to end up on a lot of my fantasy teams because I think people overlook him. And then he ends up on Lions, well, which now I feel like a homer. But and it's going to be interesting though. Cause, I mean, Swift, the Swift thing's interesting. Does he stay? Is he there or do they trade him? We'll find out, I guess, this weekend. Um, if they, tra- I, I bet he stays. Honestly, I don't think you get a whole lot for him. And why wouldn't yeah. you? Like, I think that is a whole reason. You know, you want to run the ball. You know, you need guys that can catch it. it. Can Swift can catch it too. You can keep him healthy. It'd be an interesting offense. Yeah. And and I will say this too. uh, It has not happened yet. There are a handful of running backs that are still very, very quality players that will be fantasy relevant. We just don't know where where they go. We just don't know where they're going yet. Charbonnet, whatever, from UCLA, formerly of Michigan. Yeah. He's he's a good one. He's probably the third best back. There's some other interesting ones. Tulane. Yep. Uh, Spears from Tulane. Gibbs, so Gibbs, I, I love, I, I love it. I don't care. I don't care if Lions fans are mad. Come on, like Brad Holmes hasn't steered us wrong yet. And if he does, okay, same old Lions, sure. Uh, I actually, love it. I, and I, I don't think this. You can't pick what, what the draft class is going to be like, right? And yep. I'm saying this broadly, yep. not just Detroit, but yeah. Last year, you know, you're kind of like, okay, this is a wide receiver heavy year. There's a lot mm-hmm. of good wide receivers, so it feels like you know, oh, we got the fifth wide receiver and that's a letdown. No. And in this one, Mm -hmm. I think running back is deep and I think other ones are not. Like, I'm not a huge wide receiver guy in this Mm -hmm. class. Um, You're not as deep on offensive tackles. You're not as deep on on edge rushers. But there are some good prospects here. But that is one I'm really, really interested in because go out and get your guys. And I think Mm -hmm. there are teams that are playing it correctly at the moment and saying, these guys can start for our team. You know, these guys are one of the top 30 players. And I think that people are kind of overhyping what is normal because everyone wants an edge rusher. Everyone wants an offensive tackle. Everyone, 
sometimes the you know or every you know like, everyone wants a top end quarterback. It's not every I mean, year is going to give that to you. Tyree Wilson would have been interesting earlier too for the Lions, but he has yeah. some health concerns. So I don't know. I, no, I, no one's a clear cut winner. Even Will Anderson was taking on the chin. That that yeah. one actually surprised me. People were saying, what was it? He wasn't athletic enough or something. Yeah. Was that what the, what think, the knock was? Like it, at some point, you have to take the guy you know yeah. is going to yeah. is going to be a good NFL player. Yep. And I, that one blew my mind. Where I was like, okay, I don't know what else you can do as a as a college player to prove right. yourself. So after that, Packers picked Lucas Van Ness, the defensive end um, from Iowa, who actually didn't even start at Iowa. It's really strange. But it's first round draft pick. Broderick Jones goes to the Steelers. Will McDonald goes to the Jets. Got a defense here. Two corners in a row here. Four. Manuel Forbes goes to the Commanders. Christian Gonzalez goes to the Patriots. Lions come back on the clock and they draft Jack Campbell. He just sounds like a middle linebacker, doesn't he? Jack <laughs> Campbell. That's 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 a middle linebacker all day long from I and he's from Iowa, Iowa State, yep. Iowa State. But it's like that's just yeah, that's a that's a middle linebacker, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, six five, two forty. It, it is a hundred percent exactly. Was he, Iowa State is. Or the is Iowa State one. or Iowa? I don't even remember where he was from. No, he's Iowa, just Iowa, Iowa, yeah, Iowa, yeah. not Iowa State. Yeah, but he's, he it is it is the you know linebacker you back in the day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like it. Eight. Hey, Probably the best linebacker then in the draft. It's a, linebackers don't go in the first round a lot, but hey, I'm, no, I'm whatever. He, yeah, he's plug and play, and a lot of these guys are too. As as long as you're actually going to start and you know you can get production out of them, yep. I'm I, I don't give them too hard of a time. Bucks get Kalijah Cansey, mm-hmm. and then we go offense. For, starting with Seattle, here we go. Seahawks get Jackson Smith Najigba, wide receiver from Ohio State, gets to be out there with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. It's interesting. I don't know fantasy wise how man. I don't know. Like there's a, there's some there's players to throw the ball to. Offense could be pretty good. Ken Walker, three three receivers. Gino has been pretty good. It's interesting fantasy wise though. I don't know what it means for upcoming year for him. I I still doubt, and I hate to say it, I still doubt Gino a little bit. Me too. Um. And he he proved me wrong, and he deserves to be there and playing. And uh, my my whole question is, it's a very interesting one. I don't know how this is going to play out. In my head, I feel like it's not going to be the volume you need, but I do believe that he is going to be worth being have on a team. I think that he might be a streamer. You're looking for injuries, but the one if it in a perfect world, because his best position would be in the slot. You put him in the slot, and then you have obviously DK, and you have have. Uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted by the draft. <laughs> um, and then you have uh, uh, who's the other wide receiver? Why I just blanked on it as I watched the draft. Oh, for what? <laughs> for 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 Seattle, Metcalf and Lockett. Lockett, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have Lockett and DK on on the outside. All of a sudden, that does open up a lot of room in the middle, and he is a very athletic guy. So it, there is a world where he becomes Gino's favorite target Could be. because he, if he is very comfortable that way. Uh, I don't see that happening just because DK is a freak of nature mm-hmm. and Lockett has proved that he's going to catch the ball a ton no matter who's throwing it. But there is a there is a world where I think that he could be very useful. So he yeah, will definitely. end up on on some teams, um, and I think he's he'll be useful. But he has a, a a longer road to go. Not only with Gino, they're kind of a run first team at times too. But you know, are you really going to overcome DK? You're really going to overcome Lockett? I don't know. Well, then, so then the very next. Uh, pl- our draft pick was another wide receiver went to the Los Angeles chargers, Quentin Johnson. So he goes there again, a lot of guys who can catch the ball though. 
you got obviously Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler catches a lot of balls. So while I think it can help Justin Herbert quite a bit, have another guy fantasy wise, what I don't know. This isn't going to be, he's not going to be way up there on, it's going to take injuries for him to really, which could be with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen for sure can happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's interesting in a dynasty because yeah. I feel like in a couple, well, in a couple of years, there's gonna be plenty the, of room yeah, for him. There will. But this year I, I'm not that hyped on him. Uh, but I do think in a dynasty, if you think in long term, this guy is a sneaky pick. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. So the first two receivers that go, I, I don't think they're great fantasy situations. Next up, Baltimore Ravens pick. And it's another receiver, Zay Flowers. So uh, this one's interesting too. <laughs> so they just signed Odell Beckham, right? Um, They have Rashad Bateman. Yep. He'll be back from injury. Duvernay. Yep. If you want. And, but they have Mark Andrews too. Yeah. And he's the number one wide receiver there. <laughs> yeah. So again, there's a lot of other guys that can catch the ball, but it helps Lamar. Yeah, I, I'm, I, and once again, this is not someone that I I actually care about too much. No, and they signed I, um they signed Nelson Aguilar too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a grab bag of guys. And Isaiah Likely, they have who we like. Yeah, I love Likely. Um, they have a lot of guys. They do, and and that's great for him. And Zay Flowers might come out to be one of the better guys they have. But even when they had a really good wide receiver, uh, it doesn't always mean pay dirt. It's a very very murky kind of fantasy outlook for that so i'm not I, I once again i don't think it's a bad pick by them but fantasy wise i'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan here and i think because of that they're still going to have him relatively high on, on dynasty drafts and whatnot but i'm i'm, I'm going to be looking elsewhere so like this next the pick. next pick so here we go this is where i get to is the next pick another receiver goes four in a row this one is jordan addison going to the vikings and i can already tell that he's going to be my highest ranked wide receiver yeah. of these four because of the situation, he's replacing Adam Thielen. Vikings have, for how long have showed they can have two good receivers in an offense? Yes. They've done it for years. And so he gets to go line up beside Justin Jefferson. He's going to, I think this is a great spot. Without a doubt. And we already know that the Vikings can scout wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, people pass on Jefferson and they were laughing. Yeah. I mean, they, they were. Oh, yeah. You, the video, it's great. It's hilarious. And the funny but, thing is they have Jalen Rager, too, on the team. The one who. <laughs> yeah. Then, then they brought him in. And that's hilarious. <clears throat> Rager's on there. And then they have KJ Asbord. So obviously Addison jumps in. He's the number two receiver right away. Yeah. And I like the fact that he doesn't have to be the number one guy because I don't think he is. But I, I think that he will fit in great as the number two. And you're telling me that he can't kind of do what. Thielen is a very good wide receiver. I don't want to take anything away from him, but he's aging and he does have a knack in the end zone. But I feel like Addison could quickly find a niche of somewhere on that team of soaking up when everyone is, you know, trying to stop Jefferson or Delvin Cook to, you know, all you got to do is get open and catch the ball. Uh, Like keep it very, very simple for the rookie. I think he could do a lot of damage this year. Yeah, I think so too. This is out of, he's the fourth pick, but he will be my number one. I yeah. think without a doubt. 100% agree with you. And then next up, Jacksonville. Let's see. I'm going to refresh. I've missed a lot of picks here. Jacksonville picked. Oh, they traded, right? They tra- There was a trade. Yep. They Giant, traded in New York Giants. Giants who get Deontay Banks, um, a cornerback, solid pick. Then Buffalo trades up to 25 and takes Dalton Kincaid, tight end. Who, if I'm, if I remember correctly, is much more of a hybrid tight end. He is not the, and which is a big, a big difference, right? Where it, in fantasy, it's a huge difference. If you're getting a tight end that is going to be out there to block 
um, <clears throat> can do it all, you know, quote unquote, then he's probably not going to be a guy that will uh, definitely not the first couple of years do anything for fantasy. And secondly, he's probably not going to get the uh, enough thrown to him. But mm-hmm. I believe this guy is much more of a uh, in-betweener and he's much more of a guy that catches it. So uh, once again, I'm, I'm always very lukewarm on tight ends. Uh, because I think they take a while to develop. You still have uh, Knox there. You have a lot of guys to throw it to. There's not a lack of miles to feed there. But it is kind of intriguing because they mm-hmm. obviously took him for a reason, and we will find out. But he's not someone that I'm going to uh, to go out and get. And as far as Dynasty goes, a later pick for someone like this, that is that is very interesting. Yep. So Cowboys now, now we're getting to the current pick. Cowboys are up. I thought they could have maybe got a tight end. And um, Michael Mayer, he's the, I thought he was the top tight end out there, but um, Kincaid jumped him. I I had mocked Mayer to the Cowboys a couple times. It might not happen. We'll see here if they get him or not. Who are they going to announce? Oh, no, it's not. It's definitely not a tight end. Maisie Smith, Michigan. D-tackle. Yeah, look at that. Oh, yeah. Well, you can celebrate. There we go. Michigan guy in yeah, the first, got a first round. Got a Michigan first guy. All right, so they don't get him. So next up, we have uh, two, four, five more picks in the first round. You got Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Saints, Eagles, and Chiefs. Who's available now? Best available. I mean, we got Will Levis is out there, yeah. which is crazy. Oh, well, that that poor guy. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where he's going to go, uh, but... He got way too hyped, and not not for his own fault. He, he became just... the betting favorite at number two the other day. Yeah, and if you and if you fell out of number two, they thought it was going to go number four. So yeah. you you had your odds on favorite from Vegas, not no namers, to go in the top ten premium or top five for sure. Yep. That is brutal to fall like that. But once again, I, you know, quarterback position I don't think was all that strong. So the fact you're falling out of it, and better quarterbacks have fallen out. So. Not something that uh, you should feel too bad about, but well, he will be the meme of the draft. With Levis falling, it probably means Hendon Hooker's not jumping into the first round either, no. which was thought maybe. Um, well, right now, the weird part too, I feel like this happened to like Aaron Rodgers. And I feel like once this happens, then every team all of a sudden starts wondering like what's wrong with the guy. Yep. <laughs> They're like, what did we miss? No, I mean, like we're not going to jump up and get grab him. So I'm looking at best available now. I don't think any of these, none of these running backs will get picked here in the end of this first round, but you got Charbonnet, I said, from UCLA. He's the best back available on most boards. We'll be interesting to see if he lands in a good spot. If he lands in a good spot tomorrow, he'll probably go tomorrow. He can jump up there too, but I don't know what that spot is yet. Who else do we have out there? Miller from TCU is a good one. Tank Bigsby's out there from Auburn. Tajay Spears from Tulane. There's some, there's some okay ones. The rest of these guys are literally all going to depend on the, on the on the landing spot. Yeah, that is going to be. It doesn't to me. There's no one that like really stands out. There, there are a lot of good backs. They're they're good backs, but just all about landing spot. Wide receiver wise, so those four just went. Now it, it falls off a little bit here. So the receivers left. Jonathan Mingo is the top listed right now. Wide receiver from Ole Miss. I don't know a lot about Mingo to be honest with you. Not a, not much on him. Jaden Reed from Michigan State is listed as the number two wide receiver left. So it really not a lot there. And then tight end wise, 
You got uh, Michael Mayer still. He's probably the best position player out there. And then it goes down to like uh, Luke Musgrave, Darnell Washington. So running backs are going to be interesting, but it's all going to be about where they go. I mean, because it actually goes down to like even the 12th best running back left is Deuce Vaughn, who's interesting. Zach Evans at 11. I like Zach Evans, actually. He's a very interesting um, running back when he's only listed as the 11th best available. I know, and it, it really is deep in that one. And it's just the nature of where the running back position is right now, where no one wants to pay him. No, one, But that's the beauty of him. Like, draft him <laughs> and, you know, load up, and then it's not as big of a deal because everyone's doing dual running backs at least anyway. So uh, uh, there's plenty plenty of work to go around. Um, man, it'll be interesting, too, because once you get out of the idea of a bulk running back, like we used to be like, hey, who's going to be the bell cow? Like you get into a position where you have Delvin Cook. You get in a position like McCaffrey of old. Yep. But even he now, like no one is over trying to overwork their star running backs because mm-hmm. they want to, you know, prolong their career. Yep. Uh, man, you know, Derrick Henry might be the last, the last of them. There's not a lot <laughs> of those guys. No. So uh, once you get past those guys in the draft, you have to find players that can make it happen regardless. Mm-hmm. And uh, you start looking for these hyper, these uh, hyper athletic guys that can catch the ball and run. And you're not yep. pigeonholed in one so, or the other. So far, fantasy wise, this feels like a down year for rookies. If you're looking for fantasy drafts. Well, without a doubt. But we, I mean, who didn't know that? Though? Yeah. Right. But if you, and even the landings, like the receivers, like, like we said, there's one that had a great spot. The other three did not have good landing spots for fantasy purposes. Now, yeah. just real life, different story, right? But fantasy purposes, it's not there. So it's interesting. It's going to be obviously Robinson. Gibbs will get some hype, but he's, you know, there's a lot of guys around him. And then Addison will be up there. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people will talk about JSN. It will. They will. Yeah, yeah, the, for sure. Because he was the number one uh I just, I can see right now, I can't see myself reaching for many of these guys. I guess it depends on what, where the running backs go. That's the, that's, and if anything, in reality, the running backs could just, um, you know, uh, hurt some situations. Actually, that's might be more likely is they go to places where we think the guy, like what if the right now, the Patriots with Ramondre Stevenson, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be great. What if they draft one of those running backs? Oh, they could. I mean, and that really screws that up. I think, yeah, I think it might hurt a lot of people too mm-hmm. because we talk about how mm-hmm. good they are. It it's going to hurt some situations, without a doubt. And and well, no, no one wants a, a the Cowboys. Load. The Cowboys probably should draft one. They should. I mean, I don't think it will hurt him as nearly as much. Pollard, I still Tony Pollard's going to be a top ten guy, but yeah. they, they kind of do need another guy there. They, what, you have to. Who did they sign? Like they signed Ronald Jones. Like that doesn't uh, help I mean, us. That sounds like it, but yeah, I mean you de- you definitely need multiple guys. So they they definitely need a second back, um, yeah. It's definitely it's uh, Ronald Jones. Yeah, no, they they definitely um definitely need somebody else. Well, so. <laughs> here's the thing: if uh, there are a couple of quarterbacks left, and you know, mm-hmm. is there any team that if and really we're only talking about Levis, right? Like if he, Levis went anywhere and he had an opportunity to play, would you would it change anything in your mind? Let me, let me look here. I'm just I don't think so. I'm trying to think if there's any situations where he could go. Let me pull up the the just the who's coming up here. I mean, the end of this round doesn't look like it. Bengals, Saints, Eagles, Chiefs doesn't look um great there. Steel, I don't know. It's hard to find a situation. 
do the Rams, they're, they're early in the second. Did they go get him because of the, the Stafford is he's had some injuries and there's some talk about that. The Seahawks, they, they pick again early. Like they pick yeah. at sixth in the second round. I mean, that would actually be interesting. If you don't get a guy in the first round, you're not committed to him. You know, it doesn't yeah. put as much pressure well, on Gino. Raiders? I mean, do they <laughs> believe in Jimmy? Well, I thought the same thing about Tampa Bay. I was like, maybe they go and get well, him. And then Titans, they draft 10th in the second round. I thought they could have got him in the first. Yeah. So there are some teams that would be interesting right there. That he could, it could be. There's some interesting spots. So Titans, he, I don't know what they want to do with Tannehill, but yeah, there's some, there's interesting, intriguing positions for him. Just uh, feel bad for him. Maybe somebody trades up here at the end of the first to to go get him here. We'll see. But all right, there we go. There's there's the there's the quick recap. There's only a few more picks left. Well, let's see right here. It does say there's a selection. Okay, and Anton Anton Harrison tackle from Oklahoma is the is Jacksonville's pick. All right, so they get a yeah. they get an offensive lineman. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually the, I'm actually interested in the Bengals a little bit. What would they go with here? Well, we talked about the running back situation, and I, and uh, we I don't, and I don't think this is the time that they would do it. But I, I we were talking earlier. And Gibbs, talking I thought about, could have gone there, <clears throat> right? Like they were talking about possibly getting a little bit of a backup plan in case they want to part ways with Mixon. So Charbonnet, they haven't really said that, but it feels like that's the way it's going. Possibly. They, I was gonna say, do they need a tight end? They just signed Irv Smith. He's their top tight end. I and I, I'm still uh, tight ends take so long to develop. Maybe Irv Smith is finally going like to be there, Herb right? Smith, yeah, and he didn't work out for a reason, probably. But at the same time, you you need a a kick in the butt, maybe. Yeah, what else would they go with here? I don't know. I, I mean, they they could still easily go defense, right? Like you're they they always pull it out. They the last two can. years, they've been yep. pulling it out of their butt. Oh, but just you got can't. the notification on my phone. Miles Murphy, defensive end oh, from Clemson. That's good. a that's a good pick. Yep, that's a good pick. Yep, so that makes sense. And then there's only three more picks in the first round. So, but all right, I think that's it, Jeff. Yeah, I think there we'll uh, we'll we'll have to come back and talk about the rest of the draft at some point here with some who are the interesting picks and who's actually intriguing for fantasy purposes because there will be something. There'll be a wide receiver that we like. There'll be a running back in a good spot. Just don't know how it's going to fall. So, I think that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.